In this bulletin, the Prime Minister possibly in a fiery reception in regional Australia. The opposition seizes upon the lack of a confirmed date for the Indigenous Voice to Parliament referendum. And an anti-logging protest by traditional owners near Coffs Harbour enters its second week. The federal opposition is seizing on the lack of an official date for the Indigenous Voice to Parliament referendum as another example of what it says is the government not being straightforward with the Australian people over the matter. It is expected by many, including opposition leader Peter Dutton, that the referendum will be held on the 14th of October. But two months out from this potential date, it's not confirmed. Mr Dutton has told the Nine Network that's a manifestation of a wider problem and a reason why polling results for the proposed Indigenous Voice to Parliament are poor. It's hard to get a straight answer out of the government to, even on what the date will be in relation to the voice. And I just think there are millions of Australians out there saying, look, we want to do the right thing by Indigenous Australians. We want better outcomes in schools and attendance rates and health outcomes and housing, uh, employment, etc. But making the biggest change to our constitution and our country's history without the detail uh, is something that causes a lot of Australians' concern. Telstra says five of its six most used public phones in Australia are predominantly used by regional and Indigenous communities in the Northern Territory. The company made public phones free for most calls in August of 2021. It says more than two million free calls are being made from the phones each month. Telstra's chief customer advocate, Theresa Corbyn, says the free calls are helping put the most vulnerable Australians in touch with vital services. In the past year, over 250,000 free calls were directed to emergency services and we also saw a really significant spike in the calls to essential helplines, including over 12,000 calls to Lifeline, over 12,500 calls to Headspace, nearly 86,000 calls to Centrelink's reporting line and an additional 30,000 calls to triple zero compared to the previous year. An anti-logging protest by traditional owners near Coffs Harbour in New South Wales is entering its second week. The Goombanga people say the area being logged in the Newry State Forest contains sacred sites and the forest has also been set aside as a future national park designed to protect the koalas. Uncle Miklo Jarrett says the area being logged is meant to help protect the endangered species. There was no consultation in the first place. There was no consent given in the first place. It's crazy, you know, that these people are still chopping down the trees while these koalas, who are part of our family and totems, are on the verge of being extinct. The koala project is backed by the National Parks Association with the New South Wales Environmental Protection Authority. The Forestry Corporation says around 70% of the area will not be harvested, including trees that are preferred by koalas for feed and habitat. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is set to face a protest in regional Australia today. He'll be speaking in Tamworth in northwestern New South Wales. He'll be focusing on promoting jobs in regional Australia, as well as combating climate change, funding drought resilience and promising improved health, communications and transport infrastructure in regional Australia. However, the local federal MP, former National Party leader Barnaby Joyce, says Mr Albanese will face a noisy protest from a group opposed to solar and wind farms. 
Government frontbencher Jason Clare says people are entitled to protest, but they should be aware of what he claims are the opposition's own possibly unpopular plans for the area. Look, we're a democracy, uh, and as long as people protest and make their point peacefully, that's a you know that's a that's a good thing to do. I just hope Barnaby's being honest with Australian farmers and tells them that it's the National Party's plan to roll out nuclear power stations right across the country. The US government says it's working as quickly as possible to evacuate tourists as well as locals in danger from bushfires in Hawaii. At least 36 people have been killed by the fire. US President Joe Biden says he's dedicating significant federal government resources to help the state. I've ordered all available federal assets on the island, including the US Coast Guard, the Navy Third Fleet and the US Army to assist local emergency response crews along with the Hawaiian National Guard. We're working as quickly as possible to fight these fires and evacuate residents and tourists. In the meantime, our prayers with the people of Hawaii, but not just our prayers. Every asset we have will be available to them, and we've seen they've seen their homes, their business destroyed. Virgin Galactic has travelled to the edge of space with its first tourists. 80-year-old former British Olympian John Goodwin, along with a mother and her 18-year-old daughter from the Caribbean, were the first passengers on the trip and experienced a few minutes of weightlessness. Mr Goodman bought his ticket 18 years ago before he was diagnosed with the neurodegenerative disorder Parkinson's disease. I'm hoping that I instil in other people around the world as well as people with Parkinson's, that it doesn't stop you doing things that are out of the normal if you've got some illness that's uh, inflicted you. The Richard Branson-founded company plans to offer monthly rides, joining Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin and Elon Musk's SpaceX in the space tourism business. And in sport... Penrith appear to have put an end to Manly's NRL finals hopes after coming out on top in a sluggish game at the Brookvale Oval. The Panthers came from behind to beat the Sea Eagles 24-12, despite missed point-scoring opportunities and absences caused by illness and injury. Panthers coach Ivan Cleary has said while his team's display was far from polished, his side has done well to beat a side desperate to win. Meanwhile, Manly coach Anthony Seabold says despite the loss, he's proud of his team. We had to think outside the box because we were missing you know, quite a few troops and we lost another two in the first four minutes of the second half. So I was proud of the guys. They, they showed a lot of courage and we had to show courage and we were hard to beat tonight. So... That's all I think this, the Manly supporters can ask. We're hard to beat. It's frustrating because we, we, we felt as though we did enough to win, but we weren't quite good enough. The Panthers are on top of the ladder, while the Sea Eagles are now in 11th place and unlikely to qualify for finals in October. And now for a look at today's weather. Perth, partly cloudy, 19. Adelaide, a possible shower, 15. Melbourne, cloudy, 16. Hobart, a possible shower, 15. Albury-Wodonga, cloudy, 15. Canberra, much the same, 15. Wollongong, sunny, 19. Sydney, sunny, 20. Newcastle, similar conditions, 21. Brisbane, sunny, 27. Townsville, partly cloudy, 26. Cairns, a shower or two, 26. Alice Springs, sunny, 28. Darwin, mostly sunny, 32. And the Torres Strait Islands, partly cloudy, 30. And that is NITV Radio News.